Hey, Mac, when does deer season start? Well, if you want the best deer herd possible, Lanny, you need to start right now. Right now. That's, That's why right. we're starting our promotion. I mean, we've got a deer season starts now promotion on plantbiologic.com where you can pick up our Game Changer soybeans, our forage soybeans, and our spring protein peas. While you're there, you might as well go ahead and pick up some brassicas like our final forage and winter bowls. Yeah, stock up for the cool season planting right now. Listeners to the GK Podcast, if you use coupon code GKPOD, you can save an additional 10% off our entire selection of warm season, cool season, and clover food plot seed. Get started today and visit plantbiologic.com for an unforgettable fall. Hi, I'm Jeff Foxworthy, and welcome to Gamekeeper Podcast. If you want to learn more about farming for wildlife and habitat management, then, buddy, you are in the right place. Join the Gamekeeper crew direct from Mossy Oak Land Enhancement Studio as they discuss the latest wildlife and habitat management practices, news, and, of course, hunting. There's no telling what you'll learn, but I'm going to tell you, I bet it's interesting. Enjoy. We're live without Dudley in three, two, one. All right, everybody. Well, welcome once again to West Point, Mississippi, home of Mossy Oak Brand Camo, the Gamekeeper yeah. Studio, and lots of things that we love, Lanny. Yep, Hercules. He's here. And yeah. now it's like the alligator hunting club now. It's been an interesting week. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm real excited for you guys to tell your stories. There's, it, it's, been, it's been fun to listen to them. It is fun. Fun stuff. So, and then you know, having Ricky on beforehand, you know, and getting so getting all that good information is really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Dudley's not here no. for those, uh, but he is on the line. Say hello, Dudley. Hey guys, I'm here. Well, uh, D- Dudley's on house arrest, is my understanding. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully he'll be back next week. He'll be back available for the, all the native nursery guys at the end of the week. So yeah, and I think they can still email him if they need him right mm-hmm. now. Thank so you. by the time this airs, he'll oh, be yeah. back at the office. So oh, look at you. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah, somebody in my family has leprosy, so they're 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 making a quarantine. <laughs> so uh, look, right now today is Tuesday, and this uh, this Hurricane Ida has wreaked havoc on. A lot of our friends in Louisiana and southern Mississippi, even Alabama. Yeah, lots of rain, lots of wind. Yeah, so by the time you guys hear this, there'll be a cleanup will be underway. But just want to know that we were thinking about everybody right now. There's been 100%. It's been been a lot of destruction down there. That was a very powerful storm. That's one of the biggest ones I've ever seen. And it happened so fast. It just went from talking about it to it was on the Knocking on the door in Louisiana. Yeah, and gaining steam as it got up in there. That's the amazing thing about it. But I think the levees held, so it's wonderful, wonderful news for New Orleans, uh, despite everything that's going on down there. But, yeah, we are thinking about those people, all our uh, brothers and sisters in yeah. Mississippi and Alabama and Louisiana. Yeah, that's that's, that's rough. So well, a little housekeeping. Uh, we've got Mac. Uh, if you would, tell us about this sale that's going to happen uh, next week sometime. Yeah, so we got our first ever biologic blowout warehouse sale. Boom! Pretty excited about yeah. it. It's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna get to be fun to see everybody come by and getting ready for food plot season. And uh, we got some awesome deals uh, on Green Patch Plus and winter grass and and really, I mean, a sale across the board for the most part. Uh, it'll be a, do a little housekeeping for us around here and really excited about it. I mean, it's our first ever one. I mean, the the cool thing about it is, I mean, you're still going to be getting the freshest seed possible. Yeah, most of the germ tests these dates are July of 21. So this this is fresh, good, great seed. Yeah, 
So it's just, this is our, we've always wanted to do this, mm-hmm. a chance to kind of clean up uh, and try to sell out of everything. At the end of the year, we've got some little stuff left over, and we got some great values for guys. They can drive up. They can meet Mac. Right. They can meet you, Lanny. Meet you, Bobby. Yeah, you know, I'll be around somewhere. But we'll, we'll have fun. It'd be nice you to cooking, meet everybody. Aren't you cooking hot dogs for everybody? Vandy will be cooking Vandy's something. Vandy's cooking something. All yeah. right. Yeah, so, yeah, so right across uh, from Gary's Pond Gun in West Point, Mississippi, on the big Highway 45 alternate, just north of the Mossy Oak store. So That's right. And um, just south of Taco Bell. Oh, that's right. The cafeteria, we yeah, like to call it. That's right. Hey, we need to send them a sponsorship uh, proposal. I don't know. I, they get my order wrong every time I go over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so also this, I, I think it's just fitting that we should uh, that, that Ben's insect repellent be a part of this podcast. Right, let, let me tell you, we were all in the bugs this weekend. You can ask Jason, man. I'm sure y'all were too, man. Absolutely, we were. And real quick on that uh, warehouse sale, so that'll be September 9th through September 11th. But the cool thing about it is, is you can call right now and pre-order at 662-495-9292 so we can go ahead and put your order aside so it doesn't sell out and we can get you taken care of just swing through the parking lot we'll throw it in the truck bob you hand you a hot dog and yeah you're we'll ready be to go. socially distanced we'll be doing it right so, that's right yeah and two extension 2505 will take them right to you won't it mac absolutely yeah be happy to take your order isn't well, that, that good is it it's 495-9292 not to be too marketing about it but Markety. Extension 2505. <laughs> now, you don't have to ask for Mac, but call that number and we'll be glad to take care of you and look forward to meeting some of you folks. So uh, that sounds fun. So um, today, what we're going to do, last week we, uh, we, well, two weeks ago, we had Ricky Flint. Mm-hmm. We talked about alligators. You guys went out. I'm looking across the table at Jason McKellar, who has never wanted to come in here. No. (laughs) He he has avoided being in here. We got him with that alligator tag, though. But he he killed a great big alligator. And I want to hear his story. And Lanny, you were with him. It's a great story. And then looking over here at Max, somehow the blind leading the blind, they found an alligator somewhere. I'm pretty sure it was on private land, though. They're going to try to pass it off as public land. So we want to hear his story. And, Mac, we will be fact-checking you to get to the bottom of this because your story sounds fishy the, the whole way through it. It's, it's, it's just fishy. So, Hey, look, alligator hunting is dangerous, but Mac and them took it to the next level. Uh, I'm just going to go and tell you. Well, they didn't take it to the next level. It just got taken to the next level, I guess, is the best way it to It absolutely did. Yeah. So Richie is in here somewhere. Richie, oh, there you are right there behind us. Richie went with you guys, mm-hmm. didn't he? So everybody in here was... Besides you. Except for you. Well, well mm-hmm. Dudley. Dudley. Oh, but he's not here. Yeah, yeah some, I, was, some, I was trying to food plot before the hurricane. Yeah, and I was holding down the warehouse. And we got rained out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we were loading seed at 5.30 in the afternoon on Friday while y'all were doing, you know, going gator hunting, so... But I'm glad y'all had a good time. And so I think without any further ado, let's start with Jason McKellar. And I think his story has been two years in the making, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, definitely. It's uh, It started two years ago. Uh, I think we went through two boats. Yeah. Uh, How many motors? One motor. We only lost one <laughs> yeah, motor. Yeah. Well, we ended up using three different boats. Came home with no alligators. So, you know, this year for me was... Uh, maybe make or break this whole alligator thing, uh, put it up or continue. So, but it came out successful. So, you know, 
Uh, well, so from everything that you've heard about, what would you would you say it exceeded your expectations? Yes. It's Real boring and then real fun, real quick. <laughs> so that, that, that real fun makes up for all the long hours and, and you know, looking and missing and messing up and forgetting stuff and breaking things. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's worth it. So t- tell your story. How did it, th- th- did this, you, you catch this gator the first night, Friday night? Yeah. So we decided, uh, you know, we went about where well, we were uh, northeast at. You know, so we went about as far south as we could go and uh, put in, which we, you know, had some pointers. It might be a good spot. And when we got there, we realized so did everybody else. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of other hunters there. Tons. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we went out early, scouted. It seemed okay. And then we were kind of back at camp, drying off. It rained on us a little bit. And uh, Lanny went, saw a boat coming down. I think Lanny ran off to get his boat. And all of a sudden, we see Lanny running back and... <laughs> <clears throat> about a caravan of boats coming down to the ramp about dust. So we, you know, we scrambled, jumped in. Uh, you know, I saw one right at the ramp, messed with it for a minute. Someone caught one right at the ramp. So it was almost a little festival atmosphere. I don't know if that was a good thing or not. But uh, There's a lot of hunters down there. Yeah, How, a what's a lot of hunters? Ten boats? Uh, Eight boats? Twenty. Twenty boats? Yeah, I would say there was a Oh, my goodness. It was boats. a lot. And it, this is a stretch of river that's uh, probably three miles. Um, and the best way to me equate it's a lot akin to Tibby Creek, which is a local creek here. Yeah. So it's a tributary. I mean, the Pearl River, you know, it's where the, the Ross Barn is. So did y'all have to did, – did, did people get in your way or you get in other people's way? Did it get tight at all? Well, I think our, our – I'm speaking for our yeah, kind of strategy, yeah. you know – when I, well, I was going to move the boat, like Jason said, we were scouting. We had went and picked some spots where we thought it would be pretty gatory, you know. And, during the daylight. Yeah, during the daylight because okay. I've never navigated that waterway before. Look, this most of the alligator habitat is, you know, it's stumpy. You know, yeah. I mean, they don't just, you know, they're it's some pretty remote stuff. So not being familiar with the waterway, we thought it would be wise to, you know, make a run. Uh, sure. So we made a whole run of the territory. Make, make sure the motor's going to stay on. Yeah, hey, look, man, you can never be too safe. <laughs> hey, look, you learn every time you do. I've been doing this for a while, but every time I learn something. So made a came back and just docked the boat. Like I said, we got a good shower on us. We actually ran into a guy that worked at Mossy Oak, uh, and he had caught uh, the biggest gator in the Northeast uh, Territory at that spot last year. Really? So, How big was that, Gator? 12-6. 12-6. Yeah. Oh, my was, goodness. Was, was so we, we figured that's why the word got out. Yeah, that's kind of kind of So, but then we were kind of talking about it, and we'd already, you know, seen this guy. We're like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, some guys we already know here hunting a little bit. Uh, then we saw one boat and trailer coming on in, and I, I had docked. I had just left the boat there, docked there, right there at the boat ramp. And I was like, oh, I got to get it out of the way. I don't want to be that guy. So I took off down there, and... As I was moving the boat, it was like the floodgates open. Here comes trucks. And, mm-hmm. I mean, everything you can imagine, they're rolling. So I frantically go back, and they're like, we got to go. So we jump in the boat, uh, and that's when it all started. So to your point, you know, did we – we kind of – there was such a crowd at the boat ramp. Again, there was already somebody hooked up on a on an eight-footer right there. Uh, we just bailed and went around everybody and went as far north as we could and started hunting back south. Yeah. Well, I just imagine in that, because y'all described this as not a long stretch of river where y'all were actually hunting, but with 20-some-odd boats, so did you run into other people? Did they get close to you while you are trying to hunt? The whole time. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. 
So we, we tried to go up in little chutes, little off lakes, flood areas in the river and, and coming back and got later, everyone we went in, we saw lights. Yeah. So we would, we would turn around and go to the next one and we'd see, turn around, you know, not to, you got to give them some space. Sure. We finally found a little small <clears throat> creek that somehow Lanny weaved us through this ditch pretty much. And we came out at this big area full of cypress and uh, no one was there and found an alligator. So I saw eyes. Saw eyes. We all seen a lot of eyes on the room. Yeah. I mean, we saw some gators. It was just, you know, like Ricky said when he was here, they're very responsive to pressure. Yeah. So, you know, what they've learned to do is to get up in, you know, pretty thick cover. So you'd see the gator. Um, and then what they do is when you, they, they'll sink. And, you know, traditionally you would pitch, you know, your hook in there and try to and try to more or less snag them, you know, because you're catching gators. You know, I mean, you got to catch them before you can kill them because you're using bird shot, you know. So, but they would, they're smart enough that they get in these areas where you're not, you can't throw a hook in there. It's just too much cover. And even if you did get in there, you'd probably be hung up before you got them. So that's, I think, what we experienced more than anything. And I would say that's more pressure related. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I heard Lanny and Richie throw, throw. I can't. Yeah. Go hit a tree. Right. Like, you know, it's uh, it's easy when you're an armchair quarterback in the back. <laughs> Don't it. Don't it. Yeah. How you doing? I, Don't I know. Right. I'm going to lose my hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, fast forward to the game <clears throat> you caught. Tell us that story. So anyway, we're, we're chasing him around. Uh, he's running and going and we're kind of working around these. Uh, it's pretty much flooded timber. Yeah. It's a big, you know, gum cypress. Yeah. Lake. It's a lake, but in one side it's full of trees, and that's where he wanted to be because mm-hmm. obviously he knows he can get around us. So we're up in there. We're throwing at him, and we kind of stop for a minute. We're, we know he's right in this little area, and we're waiting for eyes, and then all of a sudden we hear a commotion, and we look, and here comes the circus. <laughs> it's two boats coming through. Uh, they come, so we kind of just sitting there, and they came around, and Kind of circled around the lake. They came up by us and decided to pull up. I mean, how, what? Right. 20 yards. 20 yards. Uh, and saw, saw the eyes. Uh, and decided to come up and start throwing at, I guess, our gator, so to speak. Oh, wait a minute now. Wait. So y'all are on a gator. And got him right there alongside the boat within casting distance. Well, I mean, you know, this is a, a bunch of trees and a bunch of flooded timber. So we're looking, and when we get in the lake, you know, we shine and we see the gator. We see he's a decent-sized gator. Uh, but he's traveling, you know, in, in those areas. So like Jason said, we're just kind of moving with him, trying to get find the best opportunity to get close enough to him to yeah. be able to throw to him. Okay, parallel. So uh, we were, you know— I'm a pretty aggressive, you know, uh, hunter, I would oh, yeah. say. Yeah. No, no doubt. <laughs> but we were, yeah. we were really, we, we were kind of hitting the brakes and trying to take it slow and just, you know, not put too much pressure on him. And he had actually, we had kind of worked him into this little corner. And one of our strategies was, you know, using a, a very small boat so we could get into places we didn't think other boats could get. And we were pretty confident because this is, this is pretty hairy place to get into. Uh, real big, a big lake. I wasn't even sure how to get back out. Right. It it was pretty thick. And then like Jason said, man, we saw lights and all of a sudden here comes a bass boat, bass boat and a 22 foot pontoon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that we had come through. Uh, And, you know, I I don't know if they knew we were in there because we were being pretty stealthy is the best way to put it. Yeah. Uh, Now, I know once they got in the open water, you know, they obviously saw, uh, you know, the lights we had on and all that other kind of stuff. But they made a circle, like like Jason said, 
uh, we thought they were on their way out, and they shined beside and obviously saw the gator that we were seeing too, and and he's in there and, and tried to throw the hook a couple times, got hung up, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then we had a little bit, you know, we had, we talked to him very nicely. Well, uh, how close did they get to you? I mean, they were, I mean, thirty yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was obviously we were in the same. Yeah, they knew what we were doing. Yeah, so but they backed up. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, after we had a little, you know, they were very nice. We we had. I asked them. I said because I I recognized that you know they were some of the ones we had saw earlier. Not sure if they'd had any luck, and they said they had, and they asked about us, and we told them you know this is pretty much the only gator we'd found that we could start. We were hunting. Uh, and you heard a little bit of small talk over there in the boat, and then they backed up and left. Okay, so that was yeah, that's good. So, that was yeah, good. So you know, good. you know, it's it's exciting, it's intense. You know, you got to be aggressive and get to it. But they, I think, you know, was realized that hey, you know, we got we can go do other things. So they backed off, uh, and we settled down. Had, we took Ricky's advice and had um, some what did he call them? Uh, gator goobers, gator goobers, yeah. canned peanuts. Of course, so. ours are out of a can. Yeah, store, <laughs> yeah. we contribute that to the, to yeah. the turn of luck. Yeah, so, so we opened up the shout out to Ricky. Good pro tip on taking uh, boiled peanuts with you. So, start eating some peanuts, drinking some water, and he shows back up. Yeah. All right. So, Jason, let's hear about how you hooked up with the gator. <laughs> I mean, that's what we want to hear about. Yeah. So, so we, you know, we closed the gap, so to speak. And uh, he decided not not to run this time and just went straight down, or what appeared to be straight down. So we got close enough to throw and, you know, just kind of blind casting where he thought he was. And the first cast, he exploded, which was about like winning the lottery. Yeah. I had no idea that was going to happen, you know. And so he takes off, runs toward the boat. Uh, you know, the chaos starts. And uh, he gets all hung up in a treetop and – you know, Lanny's helping. He kind of grabs line because the drag's not, you know, it's going out. And uh, we're pulling, and sure enough, pop, the line pops off. Uh, so immediate, looked, immediate heart sink. Yeah. Uh, like, oh. uh, we put all these hours <laughs> in. We've had people come up and leave, you know, and then it pops. And uh, he heads toward the main part of the lake. So we start backing up to head out to the lake to keep looking. And I look down, and I think Richie saw it too, and just, Big trail of bubbles and mud going back to where he we hooked him under the boat. Yeah. So we're like, oh, there he is. There. We turn back around and uh, wait just a second, and we see eyes. So he's back and he's coming. Heads over to some trees again and sinks again. So we we go over there and uh, toss again, blows up. You know, won the lottery twice and uh, it immediately wraps around trees and drags going out. And I know every second we're, we're going to lose the gator. You know, he's usually when your line's wrapped around trees and you got this big animal jerking on it, yeah. there's no yeah. way this is going to work yeah. out, you know. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but, you know, around the tree, the boat's stuck up on the tree. He's wrapped around it on the other side. And, and luckily, Lanny, you know, turns it on and, uh, well, I don't know if it ever turned off, but, you know. Jumps out. Uh, Maybe stupidly. <laughs> Jumped out of the boat? Jumped out of the boat? Well, ju- you know, I, I can let him tell this part. But he, uh, yeah, so we had to hook in him. And we only had one pole because mine had already broke on a snag. So all we had was a hand line. We had another big rod, but it, this is just too thick. You can't, I mean, like, it's just too thick is the best way to describe it. Yeah. I mean, it's a cypress forest. 
I mean, you couldn't throw a Mickey Mouse ride, much less a, a real ride, mm. by the time this is all going on. Now, Jason did, it was a six, seven foot ride, and he had in him, you know, so. Yeah, he wasn't, I, you know, I don't think he was going anywhere. He would roll, and then the line would pop, and I, oh, we lost him, and then it would tighten back, you know. And, and, that, and the first time we think these hooks are so sharp, were they gator getters? Is that what they were? What were we using? Gator taker. Gator takers. Yeah. We really think that first time when Jason hooked him, he, he started rolling and the braid would look like it was cut with a razor. So it wasn't off his scoots or anything. This braid's pretty heavy stuff. So we think he actually rolled back over on one of the, the edges of the hooks and that's what cut it. What is a scoot? A scoot? That's the fins on the back, man. Is that right? Yeah, that's what they're called? You know, that's right. That's right. Okay. So how many hooks do y'all have in? I'm confused. This is still one hook one in hook. One hook. Yeah. All right. So how, do, how does this, how do y'all get him up? So I can't do anything but hold the pole. I can't mm-hmm. let off. Richie's got a camera trying to hold light, and Lanny, he grabs a hand line. And uh, it is so thick, he's having trouble throwing the line. He kind of steps out on the cedar tree a little bit, and uh, uh, he threw. I don't know. It, it was chaotic. <laughs> it, it was, it's pandemonium is the best way to describe it. When that, when that part of it's going on, you got a gator sitting there, you know, rolling and fighting. Jason's holding him with a rod. Um, and you got to, you know, you want to do what you can do to, to go ahead and, and get it. So, you know, sometimes I don't know if Ricky would approve of ex- exiting the boat. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, that's what we had to do to get over there and get a hand line on him. Yeah. Uh, like Jason said, it was so thick. I, I didn't really – I wasn't in a bunch of open water. You know, I could I could get some stuff, I thought, between me and the gator. It wasn't over, you know, waist deep. Um, so – Richie, um, are you filming all this at the time? <laughs> Richie's filming and hold the light. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, you know. Multitasking. At one point, Richie did give me some good fatherly advice. And he said, Lanny, I think I, you're going to get bit. You need to get in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. He got a hook in him, though. Yeah, yeah. He, I had to skip over uh, to another tree, and then finally I got to where I could throw the hook and got the hand line in him. Yep. Uh, and once you get a big hook and a hand line in them, you know, it changes the game a little bit uh, because – Kind of take a deep breath. Yeah, you kind of take a deep breath. Yeah. Because, you know, you're, you don't have that braid yeah, that anymore. Hand line, Go ahead, That Doug. hand line is a lot thicker rope, right? Yeah, a lot and, thicker. And a much bigger, sturdier hook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I braced myself against the side of the boat and, you know, went to – And you were holding on. Um, so where did y'all hook him the second time? Uh by the time it was over, we had – I think both of them were pretty much right around the, the belly and hip area, uh, one up front and one in the back. Mm-hmm. And we got it's, our first hook back, you know. Yeah. It was still in the gator, which that's a good hook. Is that wow? Yeah. yeah. So it was so shallow, you know, when we got the hand line in him, and he started rolling really hard then, so he starts wrapping himself up pretty good. Uh, and, again, it's shallow. So it was really pretty easy to manipulate him up to the side of the boat uh, and then uh, get the snare on him. And once you got a snare and two hooks in them, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you can, you can, uh, so, do a little work with them. So, Jason, two years in the making, all that you tried last year and y'all didn't get one. You got this gator. You got, you've had people chasing y'all. You're chasing the gator. You got him up the side of the boat and then you dispatch him. That had to be a, just a, a big, huge relief. What am I missing? You're laughing about yeah, What am I well, missing? Well, you know, I think I was so excited. That I don't really know how it happened, but we finally got him up, up there, and everybody's like, all right, let's, you know, we, we had to decide whether we're going to – he was right under seven, so we're kind of like, you know, we're going to keep him out. I don't even know why we would have that conversation because 
Yeah, he's the biggest small guy. I would have never let him go, I don't think, two years ago. But anyway, so we finally decided, yeah, yeah, we'll get him. Uh, Didn't have a tape measure, so we did the old Lanny, I'll lay in the boat. I'll lay down in the boat. (laughs) 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 So anyway, so I went, I think I was so excited, got got ready, you know, everything, tried to calm down, of course, before we pulled the gun out and go shoot a hole in the boat. All right, one, two, three. Click. <laughs> I, I didn't shuck one in the gun. Yeah, yeah, okay. so, well, that's you know. such a good thing to. But then we did it. Dispatched him and got him in the boat and rolled him in the boat. Taped him up. Good to go. What you? What did your text say? It looks like he was properly subdued. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah his, all his arms taped up and. Uh, well, I mean, when you when you know what you're trying to do is sever their. You're trying to paralyze them, so you're trying to you know sever their obviously their spinal cord from the back of their yeah. head, and you do it. Yeah, you know, but you know he's still. Give the old winky at you, so you're like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> well, Jason, I'm just so excited for you because I know how hard you hunted last year. That, oh, yeah. it, you were you like put some a time zombie in. last put some year. Time in yeah, yeah. And we had a lot of good encounters last year. Yeah. Uh, and hooked some gators. You know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Uh, well, you had. It sounds like you had a good crew in your boat, Jason. I mean, <laughs> oh, Lanny yeah. would. Uh, you know, he's he's going to make some. Crazy decision. Him getting in the water after the gator, that doesn't sound like that was the smartest thing, but it sounded like he got the gator, so. Well, it wasn't like it was open water, so, right. I mean, it was a swampy swamp. I bet if something had touched his leg, he'd have walked on water <laughs> back to the boat, though. Yeah, I mean, the thing got pretty close, but we got it. We got him, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that was good. Yeah. Newfound respect for an alligator once you have to fight him, because mm-hmm. the way they got the rules, you're, you're not – hunting alligators you're catching them you're catching you know? yeah that's so what i've noticed out of this it's not like you're shooting one at 40 yards no I mean, no I, I you know I, I get it you know people want to go out or gator hunting and, and shoot an alligator sitting on a bank but i'm just telling you just the experience and it looks like the intensity of of catching them and you know it's just it's just an experience like unlike any other and it allows like mwdf i mean for it to be safe and for people to actually participate in this i mean you think about 25 boats up and down that piece of water we were on. All of them had guns. All of them had people. All of them running in these shallow, stumpy areas. And, you know, like he said, I don't think there's anybody that's been hurt in a Mississippi alligator season yet. They've had a couple of, you know, I think a a boat sink or anything else. So um, it sounds wild and crazy, and it is, but it's amazing the way that they're able to put it all together and regulate it so you can go out there and have a good time, you know, each and every year. And like Jason said – they're an amazing animal. So yeah, it's hard to believe it's even living out there. After right, you get that close to one, and they're, an, they're just an amazing animal. They're yeah. me, so. Well, and uh, aside from the hunt, y'all just had so much fun with all the preparations and learning the knots and yeah, watching YouTube videos and visiting with other gator hunters, uh, tinkering with your boat. I've been doing that for months. <laughs> years, yeah, years. Years now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't wanna, I don't want to tell you how expensive this alligator is. Yeah. Oh, I can't <laughs> imagine. <laughs> we don't want to talk Are about that. Are you going to make a purse out of it or boots or what's going to happen with the gator skin? I'm going to fry him up tonight. There so. we go. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And let me tell you, Richie runs a heck of an alligator camp. You know what I mean? So he uh, he went ahead and did the legwork, had us an air-conditioned camper down there to come back and uh, and get some rest in. So Yeah, this was the most restful yeah. alligator hunt, you know. I've been on. I think yeah. the hurricane's helping too. Yeah, a couple of nights now. Maybe we we'll go back in a couple of days. Richie know. Davenport. Well, that's, that's that's good to know about Richie. Yeah, I'm glad man. to hear that. He's a hell of a host. Hey, Jason. Before we let you go, uh, uh, we've got a promotion with the magazine. I know we've got some uh, some Stanford baits in this. One of them is a topwater frog. Lanny, you got it in your hand. Yeah, that's a great looking bait. It nice. sure is. 
and they've got some they've got some really good soft plastic. So would you explain what we're doing, the promotion we're going to do? Yeah. So limited time offer. Uh, I think we've got about uh, 50 we're going to give away with the members kits. So it's with our if you go on our website, you'll, you'll see best offer and it includes a members kit. And of course, the year subscription, all your discounts for Fieldware, Biologic and Native Nurseries and all that. But if that if you if you go purchase that package, I guess it says best offer. You can enter code fishbait, and the first fifty who do that, they'll get a pack of plastics and a frog. Okay, and that's about a twenty dollar value, I think. So, oh yeah, and they're great that's, looking. That's a good looking. Don't keep that frog. It's mine now. <laughs> All right, well, look, Jason, that's awesome. Congratulations on your yeah, gator. Thank you. Mac, where are you? Are you over there texting? What are you doing? He's trying to find another gator hole. All right, so I'm here. So look, <laughs> when I listened to, all I got was a bunch of text over the week. Mac's just a world-class texter, as everybody knows. But Mac kills a gator right out of the gate in the daylight. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It, it, it sounds just the opposite of y'all's story, where there were a bunch of boats where you guys were. There's nobody where Mac was. I feel like Mac went on some private land somewhere, maybe didn't even realize it. I'll wow. tell you the river we were on. We were on the Yazoo River, which okay. is a, a fairly large river in the West Central Zone, uh, which is pretty much the Mississippi Delta. But, I mean, these you know these tags are in different places. So, I mean, Mac drew a coveted tag is the best way to put it. You know what I mean? Uh, the chances are, you know, he's got, there's just more gators in the Southwest than there are in the Northeast. Yeah. So that's where your tag was. Right. It was in the West central. And uh, I mean, this is kind of one of those bucket list things for me. Uh, it's so cool. Cause I mean, I grew up fishing, grew up hunting uh, and it's both, you know, you're, you're hunting the gators and you're fishing for them with rods and reels. And so having that uh, is something I always wanted to do. I've done it before, but uh, being the tag holder kind of changed it up a little bit and put a little bit more pressure and a little bit more intensified everything <laughs> for sure. Well, look, so we've so it, we've had a guy ease in here and sit down in the chair. I think he wants to listen to your story, Mike. And uh, so the boss came in. He's sitting here, Toxie's at the other end of the table in his chair. So, Mac, this is the perfect place to start. If you would, tell us the whole story. Right. So, y'all kind of hit on, we've been prepping for this since we found out we, Jason and I drew tags. And so, we've kind of been running ideas off of each other and trying to get trying to get a game plan together, make sure we had everything. There's a lot that goes into getting ready for a gator hunt. I mean, between your line and your rods and reels and your hooks, I mean, those gator taker hooks, I mean, we didn't miss a gator with them. I mean, and your shotgun, your shotgun shells, uh, Onyx, I mean, make sure you have insect propellant, I mean, binoculars. I mean, there's a long list of stuff that you have to get together. Yeah, okay. Sorry. It's the landing's on Sorry. Facebook over here, so... <laughs> So, speaking of on X, I wonder if there's a way you can uh, get HR to look up how much the gator hunters have been on on X during work hours for the last three months. Yeah, well, they probably would be. I don't know how to do that. I'll tell you what, we use it all the time. You know what I mean? It, it, it probably would be about as much as you're on Instagram during work hours. Ooh, and then all the stuff I, I had to guess. So, so yeah. So, Mac, so let's. So, I guess. And David McElwain is with you on this 
this adventure filming it, I assume. Right. I mean, as, as much as he was filming it, he was hunting the gators with us. I mean, it was it was fun. So I guess we we prepped for a while. And uh, one of my good buddies, James Morgan, uh, is a farmer over in the Mississippi Delta. And he he's a big crappie fisherman as well. And so he he had an idea uh through the grapevine of where some gators would be. So he kind of sent us in the vicinity of where he thought would have a best success. And so we get there and uh, he, he just kept, he kept hitting on, y'all need to be there in the daylight. We get on the water, I think it was about two o'clock uh, opening weekend. And within 30 minutes, we shut the motor off and start glassing. And guess what? We saw a gator. So you, do you just see, do you see the whole gator? Do you see its head swimming? What, what do you see? Mostly its head. Uh, you know, the scoots on the back, depending on which way he's swimming. I mean, we, we were kind of set up so we could see him swimming parallel in the water. Uh, and so we see him, we're like, all right, let's give him a try. This will be a good first test run. And so it's just me and David in the boat at this point. So David's trying to film and hunt and everything. So it was a, a tall task for him. And so we get close and, uh, I think I missed the gator on the first cast, and I was like, David, you give it a try. And so first cast, McElwain, right over his back, sets the hook, drag, takes off, is just screaming. And so I'm like, man, we can do this. I mean, we, we'd shut the motor off and spotted the gator and caught him within probably 15 minutes. So I would let say. me understand this now. Pros. You have the tags, but he hooked the gator? Yeah, he, the first so, one. Absolutely. So it's a team effort. It's a hunting oh. party. Yeah, everybody buys a $25 alligator license. Okay. Max just the, the tag holder. Right. Okay. So in, You I, can't catch one by yourself, Bobby. It's pretty tough. Right. And, that, and I think that's the cool thing that the Department of Wildlife has done is because, I mean, it is a team effort. You know, I mean, just because I'm the person holding the tags, I mean, you pay $25 and you can be in the boat and you're doing just as much as the tag mm-hmm. holder is. So okay. it's, it's really cool. So we're like, all right, we're in the business. We get the snare around its neck. We get him out of the boat, tape him up, get him in the boat, tape his mouth up, measure him. And the first one we caught was a seven, six. So he was above seven. And so it was, we were only there, you know, a short period of time. So Dave and I made the decision, Hey, let's release him. I think we're going to have a chance in another. So catch and release. All right. right so out of the gate. and it was really Catching cool. Uh, I was kind of worried about, you know, getting the hooks out of the gator. Cause I mean, they're super heavy duty, sharp hooks, but I mean, it was really simple to get it out. The gator was fine. I mean, there was no harm to the gator at all. And we release him. Uh, so it's just David and I in the boat and our buddy James, that was supposed to be hunting with us. It's uh, time to cut corn in the Mississippi Delta. So, I mean, they were running grain trucks and I mean, trying to get everything harvested before Ida gets here. And so me and David were there pretty much for the first few hours uh, catching gators. And so then we start heading a little bit more south uh, on the body of water that we were on. And we just happened to shut the motor off and uh, we're, we're glassing for gators with our Leopolds. And we both look up at about the exact same time, and there is a massive alligator probably 60 yards from our boat, swimming somewhat parallel to us, but somewhat coming closer to us. Massive. Massive. uh, Comparison to the first gator we caught, it was noticeably bigger. So, so his scoots were scoots coming out behind his head. Yeah, so that's what we can really tell. Yeah, so the first time we saw him, it looked like just a fallen down tree. I mean, it looked like a deadfall in the water. And all we could see was those scoots. And so we kind of just looked over it and we're, you know, glassing past him. And then next thing we know, this log starts swimming and it's an alligator. 
And so David says, hey, that's a, that's a big gator. That's a big gator. And so sure enough, guess what happens? I cast at it, miss it again. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm 0 for 2 on my cast. And so he gets a little bit closer. And luckily, he didn't you know, blow up and, and swim and sink to the bottom. And so the next cast, it was – I mean, I got lucky on that one. It went right over its back. And uh, I reeled it in a little bit, and I felt those barbs, you know, get right on that gator and set the hook, and he starts screaming. And so David's filming. Uh, he's running the boat. And that's the one thing that I didn't really realize going into it is how much the person driving the boat is hunting that – I mean, it's really fighting that gator just as much as the person with the pole. Uh, as far as, you know, making sure he doesn't run under the boat and snap your rod, making sure you're keeping good tension on him. Sure. Uh, I mean, and so at that point, uh, at that point, I'm I'm barking orders, freaking out, not knowing what to do. He's running. Uh, and then finally he calms down. And so when he calms down, that's when David actually gets another line in him. So, <laughs> David, it sounded like you were like the MVP on this trip. Oh, Absolutely. It was a lot of jobs, but uh, we kept it kept it cool and kept it calm, and uh, it all worked out pretty good. But once the alligator uh, sank to the bottom, we uh, started casting a line at him and uh, got a second one in him. And uh, before that, though, Matt was thinking, he was like, I think I'm hung on something. It's just not moving. But when we set that other hook in him, he really uh, he took off again, and the fight was on again. So from the time y'all first hooked the gator till you get him up beside the boat to put a snare on him, how long did that take? So it was it was an hour and forty five minutes. So I would I would try to watch on my my watch what time he surfaced. So really, like David said, he would just go down and hunker down on the bottom. I mean, it was it was literally like you were hung on a log, and you you would feel him move a little bit, but not much. So about I would say every thirty minutes, he would readjust and surface and get some air and then he would take off running and then he would sink back to the bottom and so i mean it took us about we fought him for about an hour and 45 minutes there was times when i'd have two poles and david would have the camera or would be driving and then david would have the pole and we're trying to trying to get it all on film and and also catch this gator so i mean it was a it was very intense lanny wouldn't you have loved to been a fly on the wall uh, I, I feel like i'm in the boat when they're telling the story so at this point y'all got two rods in him no yes. hand lines yeah okay. yeah yeah so we have two rods and reels uh lines in the gator david has one and I have one and so I mean a lot of the times with maneuvering the boat you know you it's like a pendulum you want to kind of move with the gator so that the gator doesn't get under your boat or get under you know by the uh, by the motor and the propellers and things like that and so there's a lot of times where David would hold the poles I'd hold the poles I mean this went on for about an hour and 45 minutes hour and 45 minutes worth of video too so, Again, so we never stop recording so, David, how many questions did Mac ask you during this hour and 45 minutes? At least three every 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Where's he going? <laughs> uh, I can only and so, And so, I mean, the whole time, I mean, I'm sitting at the front of the boat. David's at the back of the boat. It's hard for him to see where the gator is. So, I mean, we're having to really communicate about, hey, you know, reverse a little bit. You know, he's running, he's running, let's pick up. And so there was a lot of that communication going on. And, I mean, I don't think I could have done it without David. And I think it's just a vice versa yeah. feeling. I mean, you couldn't go. I mean, I guess you could go out there and catch one by yourself. 
up, but it'd be really, really it'd tough. Be tough. Oh yeah, and so finally. This gator pretty much surrenders, I would say, or, or, or kind of gets worn out. We wear him out. We didn't tune him. We just kept tension on him, and we weren't going to lose this gator. So we just we, – we played the long card and the long game on this one. And so he surfaces again, and uh, David throws the big treble hook hand line at him and hooks him. And then once he hooks him, we get the snare pole on him. And at that point, you know, everything, you can kind of relax, like Mr. Ricky Flint was saying, you know, that's when you get your composure. No point in rushing at that point. He's not going anywhere. Uh, so we actually flipped the bill uh, on our spinning rods once we had him on the snare because they, they do tend to, to barrel roll and death roll, you know, when once you get them snared. So we flipped that to make sure we didn't break any rods. And I kept asking David, should we dispatch him? Should, you know, should this be our gator? I mean, this... You know, we just started and, and all that. So at that point, my buddy James was running his last load of corn, and he he's more familiar with gators than we are. He sees them a lot. He's called a bunch of them. So I kind of want to get his opinion, and we couldn't see the whole gator the way he was just snared. And so James brings his boat out there and gets in the boat with us. We get him kind of where we can get an idea of how big we think he is. And, I mean, we knew he was, you know, over seven for sure. And so uh, at that point, we kind of made a collective decision like, hey, this is a real big gator. Let's 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 dispatch this gator and get him in the boat and and, and fill that that over seven tag. And so that's what we did. And I mean, apex shells, I shot a little bit too close to his eyes. So I, I got a little bit of the, the skull on mine. Uh, but it, I mean, it was dead as a doornail. I mean, so what did you tell me the length of yours ended up? Mine was a, a 10.5. Goodness, Ten feet, I can't inches. believe y'all had to think about that. That seems like they were over there in the Beulah land. They weren't where we were. So, <laughs> did y'all see any other boats? No. Could you have somehow gotten on a private land by accident? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds very suspicious. No, no, very no. suspicious. There, there's a there's a pretty tight knit gator community, and and they're familiar with the location. And I mean, there've been some big gators caught out of there. Uh, it is somewhat of a, a sketchy area, I would say. And so that was you know before dark, and so for the next pretty much, I would say four or five hours, we caught uh, an additional five gators uh, during that time. Secured them, taped them measured them uh didn't catch another one that was under seven feet uh i would say average around eight and a half feet uh each gator we caught and i mean david caught two i caught two james caught two uh it was a lot of fun as far as the the actual the actual hooking part this Uh, does not sound right for some reason it's just you know it's just different zones in different places you know it is what it comes down to i mean the the well how big is west central how many counties it's I mean it's pretty much from where the last hill and I mean you know Valley Hill drops off into the Delta all the way to the Mississippi River. So I mean it's it's a it's a big area. I mean there's a lot of river systems. There's a lot of food for those gators to eat. So I mean it's a, it's a great habitat for them. It really is. This doesn't surprise me that Mac found a. a hey, look, he does his research. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got to. And, and when you get these tags, I mean it. You put the time in. You do your research. You get your stuff ready. You know, I heard Mac talking about get your stuff organized. That is, you know, the the boat being organized is is so important. Now, at the end of the gator hunt, your boat will not be organized. Oh, sure. <laughs> but go in knowing where your stuff is. Yeah. You know what I mean? What to do? Right. So, what's the story that I keep hearing about at the at the boat ramp that night? Yeah, this is uh, what would Paul old Paul Harvey say? The rest. The of rest the of the story. Yeah. The rest of the story. Oh. Yeah, I've been waiting on this one. 
Yeah, so you want to tell that one, David? You should call James, or you want me just to tell it? Why don't you just tell it? We got you. All right, up here. I can I can tell it. So we it was uh, the mosquitoes were real bad early, like once dust settled and we were catching gators. And at, at that point, we we were on them pretty good. And then it was like a light switch happened. I mean, all the gators that we were seeing became more skittish. I don't know if their feeding, you know, time was up or something, but, you know, we'd come up to a gator and then the gator would sink before we could get to it. And we would try to cast at them and they would be gone. And so it, it kind of got slow there in comparison to the, the earlier half of our hunt. And so it, it was about two o'clock in the morning. And at this point, we're like, all right, there's enough gators here. Uh, we're just going to come back here tomorrow, try to fill that under seven tag and get a little bit more sleep than we were anticipating getting for the night. And so at that point, we uh, we go back and we're, we're gonna put James's boat on the trailer and David's boat on the trailer. And I was gonna run James's boat on his trailer and he's gonna back it down. And so when he pulls, when he walks up to his uh, truck, he pulls up on the road and is starting to back down. And at that point, uh, we hear gunshots. Uh, we heard, I would say roughly seven to nine. So y'all hear seven to nine out, gunshots yes. at y'all. <clears throat> yep. So at that point, um, it kind of me and Mac were separated, and uh, from my angle, uh, I heard a few shots, and then I couldn't figure out what was really going on because uh, I couldn't see where James was. But the unmistakable sound of a bullet gun going over the top of your head—you uh, kind of don't forget that. And uh, so it was bullets going over our head and hitting the leaves above us. I remember that. And uh, at that point, um, Max starts hollering at James, if he's okay. Um, James is hollering back. It's just kind of chaos. And I'm thinking, you know, there's houses right next to us. I'm thinking there's people shooting from the houses. And uh, at that point, um, Max asking James, are you okay? And he, he says, I think I'm okay. Um, and at that point, um, I'm telling Max, like, cut your lights off. Like, get away from everything and everything. And um, James, I think, didn't he get out of the truck? Yeah. So, so at that point, we really didn't know what happened. Uh, and like David said, I mean, we we heard you know shots going over us, and it sounded like one hit something metal, like a boat trailer or a car. And I mean, it was just our two trucks there. Uh, and so I'm I'm worried about James. I mean, James has been one of my best friends forever. And then the first thing I think about is his wife, his two daughters, and you know, he said he thought he was okay. Uh, I didn't know if adrenaline had taken over and like what happened. And then he stopped responding to us at that point. And so I'm David's in his boat and I'm in James's boat and I need to get back up to the bank to check on my buddy. And uh, at that point I couldn't get his two stroke old motor to crank. And so David comes and, and I hold on to his boat and he runs me up onto the shore. Uh, and I, uh, I kind of, crawl behind some trees and we, at that point we'd already put in our our shotgun in david's truck you know because we we're about to load up so i open david's truck you know get the shotgun load it up just in case uh and i walk up to james's truck and uh he was hunkered down on the side of uh his i guess back passenger or his back driver's side tire and uh on the phone with the sheriff's department at that point and lo and behold uh a group of cars pulled up at a church probably 80 yards from the launch and uh they pulled up and shot at us and shot at james and at that point i knew he was okay 
Uh, so that was a, a relief. But uh, my next thoughts were, you know, these people could drive back by. And so James, uh, thankfully, had his uh, had a rifle in the car. And uh, I, once I saw that James was okay, I went back down <clears throat> to the to the boat to let David know, you know, hey, James and David was on the phone with police as well. So both of them were on the phone with police, told David James was okay. And at that point, we kind of just hunker down until the police get there because uh, we didn't know what would happen. We didn't know what happened. Mm. But everybody was okay, and that that was the the big thing. So at that point, uh, the sh- sheriff come, and I mean, it was a really surprisingly where we were located fast uh, fast response time. I, I was somewhat shocked of how quick they got there, and so when they they get there. Uh, they, we tell them the story, uh, they kind of, you know, do their job as far as get as much information from us while it was fresh on our minds as they could. And, uh, they go to the scene where, where the shots were fired from and they find the shell casings and they kind of post up there, uh, until we're able to get our boats on the trailer. And I mean, we're in a pretty compromised position at this point. I mean, as everybody knows, boat launches are, you know, downward sloping. We're at the bottom of the slope. The road runs right by the boat launch. Uh, it wouldn't have been good if they would have came back by. We would have been, we would have been a rock and hard spot for sure. I mean, even though we were, we had our firearms on us, it would not have been good. So, lest anyone think the the Mississippi Delta is not the Wild West, this is just an isolated incident that happened, but that it, that it's very scary. Right, it really was, and 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 thankfully, I mean, at the end of the day, the police officers did a fantastic job. They made sure that we got our boats out because that was my next concern. If it took them a long time to get there, how do we get out of there? You know, I mean, because we still had to back David's truck down, get James's boat. I mean, it would wouldn't have been fast uh, by any means. And so it was a it was a pretty surreal, scary feeling, uh, and I'm just so thankful that James was okay. He ended up finding a a, a bullet uh, hole in his truck uh, later that morning, uh, but all in all, we made it out all right. So, do they think it was just uh, some 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 folks just trying to aggravate you or something? But nobody, was it what was the thought? Really, nobody knows really. No one no one really necessarily knows. There there has I have talked to a few people since that and uh that's actually happened to someone else at that same boat launch. Uh so we really don't know. I think it I mean maybe gang related uh initiation or something is, is the speculation. Wow. But I mean just to shoot at random people for no reason at all is, is kinda hard hard to think about. So needless to say we didn't go back there uh, the next night, and with the storm coming, that was kind of the end of our Gator Gator weekend. Well, you had a great night. Well, Andy, there's your answer why nobody was in that <laughs> yeah, particular yeah, area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Wow. Well, so your Gator was ten and a half feet long, uh, right under. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a that's a really big Gator. Seems like to me. It was. I mean, it fought, and I mean, just how pretty and strong and They're amazing. I creatures. mean, they really are. And the meat, I mean, on the tail. I mean, we skinned it out, and uh, we were able to kind of, you know, divide that up, and I mean, feed some families with it. I mean, it's it was a lot of food. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it definitely made us count our blessings. Uh, the later events that happened. Sure. And, uh, well, was it as much fun as you anticipated that it was going to be? Way more. Way more. Wow. Way more fun. 
So I'm, I'm betting there's going to be more people apply for these tags next year. I would encourage you to, you know, you know Deep WFP does such a good job of regulating it. Um, it's a, it sounds wild, and obviously Max' story takes it to the next level. Ours was more relaxing, uh, even though we, I think we hunted a little harder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so yeah, man, get out there and you know and try it. Just be organized. Get your hunting parties ready. Be safe above everything else. Life jackets, life jackets, life jackets. You know what I mean. And, be conscious that you got guns in the boat. And, you know, my kids, I take my child everywhere. You know, I don't bat an eye to take him offshore, but he's been wearing me out to go gator hunting. He's not ready yet. You know what I mean? So it's pretty dangerous. So yeah. just keep that in mind, too. Yeah. Backups for backups. Backups for backups. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jason, if you need one, take two. If you need two, take four, mm-hmm. uh, including boats, because it can happen. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, Jason, it, it, Congratulations! Because I yeah. know I know how hard you tried last year. He's and, put uh, the time in. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah, Mac, you got a great story as well. It yeah. was. <clears throat> so it, it did not jump in the boat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we had to work for it. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's kind of you know we're talking about gator hunting, <clears throat> but to what Mac said earlier, it's really gator catching. Uh, you know, and that's that's really the fun part of it. You know. So everybody's like, oh, you don't put a piece of chicken on a hook and wait on them. No, I mean, you you know, you go out there and spot and stalk them, and uh, you're really interacting with the wildlife. In a, yeah, I don't think I'd want to do it any other way. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't I, want to do it yeah, any other way. Absolutely not. No, you shorten yourself if you just brought up and shoot one with a rifle, even if you do have a tag. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even care about dispatching them. Uh-uh. I mean, just catching them and no, releasing right. them and knowing that you, you know, release them safely and yeah. that, that the gator's not harmed in any way. I mean, the catching side of it is the most fun. It's, it's I mean, awesome. it's, it really is. Yeah, yeah, you think you like a bass blowing up on top water? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. go on and hook one and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Talk about blowing up. Well, so Toxie, you've kind of <laughs> grew up in that uh, that where you learned to hunt down in the Mobile Delta mm-hmm. years ago. I, I bet there's always been alligators down there. There were, there were, but they never hunted them. Never did this. I think this whole method of hunting evolved since those days because okay. that would have been in the seventies, yeah, and even eighties, sixties, seventies, but mostly in the seventies and early eighties. But yeah, I can remember that they were illegal to hunt and shoot. And there was one that, um, a really, really, really big one. And they went through the state of Alabama, got permission, federal permission, got all the, uh, and I forgot if it was real close, it was a safety thing too, but they sat there and waited for it. It it was on a certain log and, um, you know, maybe maybe I'm exaggerating, but in my memory serves, it was like 14 and a half feet long. Mm. It was huge, and they got permission and shot it and got the whole body mount on it. That was probably in the 70s. Oh, wow. Was uh, that the one they said they found Civil War bullets in? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, these yeah, But, I mean, I do I remember that we had them, but there weren't. And I do remember uh, remember Daddy talking about, you know, fishing down there and watching a deer swim across one of those oxbow lakes and just saw the gator, and the gator went under, and next thing you know, a doe is screaming for her life, and boom, he pulled her under, never saw her again. So I remember some of those stories. I ran across, and I heard um, a bunch of babies and saw them, and and, uh, they'd always told me, get away, you know. And so I did. I never did see the mom. She had to be close by. But I ran into them some, but, you know, back then they were illegal to hunt. You know, the one that I know they shot, they had to go through the – you know, get permission from the state and the feds to be able to shoot that one. So, 
What is it's the changed now. They're here. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing we're in northeastern Mississippi, and their report, they're all over. People find them in fish ponds all around here already, and in tributaries. I'm sure they're up where we have all our duck stuff now. And the the, the biggest thing that you know, I don't think about hunting them like and catching them like y'all do. I think I'm, I worry about you know. It's not warm enough and duck, you know, cold enough in duck season to subdue them, and we lose one of our dogs. That's what I'm more worried about than anything. To be honest with you, so sure. Uh, but we'll see. They have been, um, I think, probably in the '70s. Mr. Clark Young released, yeah. released some at his place. We talked to Ricky about that, yeah. and he I said, think they survived. He put them there and got permission to do it because of the beavers and for beaver control. Yeah. And that was like. I think that was in the seventies. He probably got his crooker sack full of them from that project Ricky yep. was talking about. So, yeah. and Lanny, you mentioned that Civil War bullet. I remember a few mm-hmm. years ago reading on the internet, so it had to be true. It had to be true. That That's an right. alligator near Vicksburg, <laughs> Mississippi, was caught in, in one of these hunts, and they pulled a Civil War era musket ball out of this alligator. Yep. And then you heard, you know, you heard uh, Chuck say on, on the alligator podcast too, how the state record was caught in Miller's Ferry mm-hmm. was what, 800 pounds or something. Mm-hmm. And that gator was only 20, 25 years old after yeah. they got him aged. Wow. So yeah. he had that good of a, uh, that good of vittles right around there. You know, both of y'all will remember Mr. Joe Champion talking mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. At, uh, they were there. Was, well, I saw a lot of them. Oh, there yeah. was tons of gators down there. We'd go yeah. look at them all the time. Yeah, and he would talk about in the summertime when those oxbows would drain down all the bones that were out there. It looked like something out of Africa. Well, we the, would, they were we would, deer we would kill hogs. We would take them down to the slough, and you would just lay them on the edge, and then you'd come back the next morning, they'd be gone. So they're definitely in there, a bunch of them on wow. the Alabama River. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. Moral of that story is I'm taking out by an oxbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a news story today uh, with the hurricane and maybe St. Tammany Parish, a, a guy losing a limb or something. I don't know if it's been validated mm-hmm. or not yet. Yeah. And his wife going to get help uh, and then coming back, and he's completely gone. So, Oh, my goodness. I read mm. that. You read that? 71 years old? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the one thing beyond there's a pretty narrow vein of people that love to hunt them and stuff, and it's growing. But I think it behooves everyone as an outdoorsman to understand behavior yes. and understand do's and don'ts because you're going to, more and more, you're going to encounter them. And I realize our buddy in northern Ohio or northern Kentucky probably won't, but from yeah, here down, here. they're definitely here uh, all over now. And so, um, it's going to more and more people are going to have encounters. So I would suggest you uh, learn about you know do's and don'ts. Sure. And you certainly don't you treat them with respect. Don't disturb them. Right. Well, Lanny, listening to the way y'all caught these gators, it, I am impressed. Oh, and it man. sounds like it's a lot more fun than what you've described as just shooting one at a distance. Or the way they, in Louisiana, they do yeah, the blood no, I mean, So I, this doesn't sound like it's a an thrilling hunt. It, it is a thrilling hunt. Like Jason said, a lot of times you're out there. Of course, Mac and Dave weren't there over there in, in the, I guess, in the protected waters. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't sound that protected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but, uh, you know, it's a lot of time put in and you're sitting out there going, what, what is going on? But then once, once the hook set goes on, it's, it's an amazing experience. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, when I think about with Mac, with that, it could have been a jealous boyfriend that did a drive by on David. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what may have been going on. So, well, look, this has been a lot of fun. We've, uh, is there anything else we need to make sure we cover? Uh, 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 anything y'all want to There's still tell? some gator season left. Look, there's high water everywhere. Everybody be careful if you are going. We're going to hit the pause button. 
till this water goes down. It's uh, I don't know any part of Mississippi, Mr. Meteorologist. What do you say? Mm-hmm. They yeah. didn't get a uh, sure. Ida didn't get a super dosing. I'm just so. hoping you know it drowned a bunch of army worms. All yeah. I think about right now, <laughs> yeah, and doesn't right. drown them crops yeah, yeah that's exactly that's right, right. So. well look guys if you're uh we do want to once again say we're thinking about the people in louisiana oh, and south Absolutely. mississippi and our prayers are with you and uh hope for a speedy recovery there this has been a lot of fun lanny i've enjoyed it uh, good you need to go with us and catch you one you Bobby. know i need to do that yeah, with you hey, we, yeah, yeah. Well, get you get you right. gator belt man i hear you <laughs> no, real have a real can you score them <laughs> that's bobby's big deal yeah can you, can you score? <laughs> So if you can score one, he might go. Yeah. Yeah. You put a gator in here, Hercules might get jealous. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I've hey, seen I some, you know, We need one in the studio, and you're the man for the job. And Rhett has mounted a gator before. Well, look I've at here. Hey. Here we go. Bobby's going. No, I can smell, I can smell gator, Bobby, taxidermist, studio, company expense. <laughs> I'm going to head that one up right now. Yeah. We're not writing off a game. But we right. put it in the studio. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, okay. Well, we will shut that down real quick. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Appreciate everybody being here. Dudley on the line. We'll see you soon, Dudley. Yeah, we miss we, you, buddy. We miss you. Yeah, I really miss you guys. Well, look, uh, don't forget Tuesday nights on the Outdoor Channel yeah. at 8 uh, yeah. Central Time. We'd love for you all to watch a television show. And uh, I think we're going to do a Gator show, aren't we? We are. So uh, we're going to record that here in the next uh, next few weeks. When Dudley gets back, we'll get that recorded. All so, right. I'm excited about so, it. Yeah. Intriguing and, animal. And it's my understanding David's got some fantastic footage. So I'm sure he does. Yeah. I would say uh, David's is in daylight and beautiful. And what is Irish Richie? More like Blair Witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good well, anything with you. Yeah, it's gonna be. Chaos, you know, I, so. I, I, mean, I, I pity the person that has to. Yeah, that know, whole drama. I think I smell a Bobby Cole novel coming yeah. on. Yeah, that's a. You got some good fodder there. That's yeah, for sure. sir. Yeah, I'll have to give that some thought. So, Whew. all right, guys. Well, Dudley, if you can, uh, if you can hear me, why don't you, uh, why don't you say goodbye, Dudley? Goodbye, Dudley. <laughs> Get us out of here, Mac. Mac. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Gamekeeper Podcast, and be sure to tune in again. Subscribe to Gamekeeper Farming for Wildlife magazine, and don't miss the Mossy Oak Properties Fistful of Dirt podcast with my good buddy, Ronnie Cuz Strickland.